Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Carriker and Smallman. We're talking everything St. Louis Blues as we head into the Blues booth. Brought to you by Boardwalk Hardwood Floors. Great floors for every home. With locations in Crestwood, Manchester, Overland, and St. Peter's. And online at BoardwalkHardwood.com. The St. Louis Blues keep piling up points. They did it again last night with one point against Anaheim, and Anaheim's a really good team. You hated the way it ended, but the Blues did wind up with one point in overtime loss to Anaheim, and we head to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line and the Voice of the Blues here on 101 ESPN. Chris Kerber joins us. Kerbs, good morning. It was good to work with you on Saturday night. That was a lot of fun, and I know it's been a, a busy weekend, and it's going to be a busy time for you guys up until the holiday season. Yeah, it's it, it's going to stay pretty busy, but uh, you know they they continue to pick up points. We had some fun. We had a a great uh, release party for our, our, our curbside selected with Buffalo Trace at Randall's over the weekend. We had hockey games that were won. We had hockey games going to overtime. We saw overtime penalty shots. I mean, we had man, we had it all this week, and this was a pretty cool couple of days. It was curbs, and the Blues continue to pick up points despite losing player after player. How great of a job has the coaching staff done during this stretch? Yeah, they, they, they're managing to keep the team at an even keel, which is good. And I think sometimes the coaching staff, you've got to know when to push, and you've got to know when to pull back. You've got to know when to chew some butts, and you've got to know when to kind of just give a pat on the back and support. And I think that's all been uh, pretty good, and all of that's happened over the last week and a half, too. So. You know, I think they've done a good job, and you just got to realize sometimes what's going on and what's around you. I mean, you don't have Jordan Cairo. You've played shorthanded now for the third time in four games. You lose Braden Shen with eight minutes to go in the game again. I mean, they just it's just impossible right now for them to, to keep a, a healthy group throughout the course of a game, and they, and they still get that game into overtime eventually and get a huge point, which keeps them in third place in the division. Curbs, with all of the guys that have gone by the wayside, the Blues have gotten some great performances out of people that we didn't expect. There, are, At some point, there are going to be too many good players for this roster to handle. The Springfield is going to be pretty darn good, but I would imagine that there are going to be some players that know their NHL players that are, that are going to be winding up at Springfield. Yeah, and that's just kind of the way the game goes. You know, when all these call-ups started to happen, Springfield actually – had the best record in the American Hockey League. So it does show you how good they, they were down there. And some of these guys called up on an emergency basis. So as soon as we get a few guys ready to go in the lineup, they have to go down per league rules. And, you know, frankly, you get a couple of guys back off the caps or off the COVID situation, and it'll start to help calm down the cap situation and everything as well. So, you know, the, the reality is, Randy, is a lot of times when you call somebody up from the minors, and happens in baseball too, you can get a bump. You can get a bump because of the energy. You can get a bump. But eventually what you also see is over time, 
what had them borderline to begin with tends to level itself out. Can you? And, and the question is, can you reap the benefits while they're up here? And right now, that's exactly what the St. Louis Blues, you know, are doing. Having said that, you know, if you're Nathan Walker, if you're, you know, a Dakota Joshua, you know, even Logan Brown, for that matter, depending on how things shake out, and he's looked really good too. Any one of these guys that ends up going back down, they know that they're just another one injury away from coming up and maybe a stick for good. So uh, you got to really like the way that A, Drew Bannister is coaching down with Springfield in the American League, but to just the depth that this organization signed uh, to get you through times like this. And this one, this one's as just weird of a time as I think you're ever going to see when you're talking about nine, ten guys out of the lineup. And, Curbs, you mentioned Nathan Walker. I wanted to ask you about him. He's been so exciting since he stepped up for the Blues. He has five points in two games. And as you mentioned, I don't know how consistent that he can remain with this production, but he's been really exciting to watch and really infuse the Blues with a lot of energy. Well, he just comes up and, and you know exactly what you're going to get from him. And it's something I talked to Craig Berube about yesterday, Michelle, it's predictability. And, you know, the, the one thing that has happened here is – the guys that have come up from Springfield know their role. They've been put in the lineup until do something specific, and they're doing it. Now, Nathan Walker has got that offensive ability to score in the American Hockey League level. We see him score a little bit here in the National Hockey League. That was a great laser of a shot to put the Blues on top. And it looked like and that's a typical play where you would have thought when he went to that, you know, slid the puck to his left, that he's going to drop it off to Sunquist, drive the net, and you'd expect Sunquist to shoot it. Instead, Nathan had the sense to shoot it. And I think that little hesitation is what cut Stolarz off, off guard there. So, you know, you're, you're getting just energy and, and a good teammate. The guys love this guy being around. His attitude is positive. He goes right to the net every time. And uh, that predictability, as Craig Berube says, it helps set up the lines uh, on the line changes after that. It gives you, uh, you play faster because you know where it's going. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing him in that lineup tomorrow night against Dallas because we also need a little bit of an agitator, and, uh, and, and I hope he can be that against the Dallas Stars. Curbs, we've seen some Blues teams that have had to go through a bunch of goalies, but this year they've dressed six through 28 games. They've started five, and each of the five goalies has played well for the Blues. That hasn't been the case when they've had to play a bunch of goalies in the past. Usually you have a dud somewhere in there, but each of the five has played well. Yeah, and you know what? We looked this up last night. You go back to that 0-2-0-3 season, and the Blues went through seven goaltenders that year. Each one of those goaltenders got a win when they were mm-hmm. playing. Because you're right. You're going to eventually, you're saying, okay, wait, we're on our third string. We're on our fourth string. In the case of last night, Gillies, he wasn't even on the string. We had to sign him a couple of days ago. Uh, and and he, played, he played really well. And, you know, they're, they're bringing in some guys, Randy, that have a track record of playing. I mean, Lindgren had played three years at St. Cloud State. You don't play for the Montreal Canadiens if, if you're not good. I mean, you don't play anywhere in the NHL for that matter, and, and so that was a good depth signing. But even going back out and getting Gillies, who had played for three different teams this season, one in the East Coast Hockey League in Portland, Maine, and then played in the American Hockey League a few games with the Providence Bruins, played another one with the Lehigh Valley Phantoms, which is in the Philadelphia Flyers organization. Uh, they're, they're the affiliate, at least. The Blues signed Gillies. Gillies won a national championship as a goaltender for Providence College. He was a teammate of, of Jake Walton. He played for the U.S. World Junior Team for two different seasons, you know, as he was growing up. 
he was the outstanding uh, player of the tournament of the Frozen Four when they won that uh, that national championship. He mm-hmm. he'd been in some pretty good situations, and I think he showed it last night that he's he's got some of the metal to to help you succeed if you need him to. Uh, one final thing, Curbs, before we let you go, because today Bennington and Falk are eligible to come off of the COVID protocol list. Tyler Bozak did, and it seems like, at least the the way I ob- observe this from afar, the Blues are going to take every precaution to make sure these guys kind of go through a, a mini training camp to be in condition before they play them again. Yeah, interesting comment from Craig Berube last night when asked about some of these guys coming back for tomorrow night. And he said, no, but I'm not going to leave that etched in stone. So we'll see how that one goes. But you're right. Because of the COVID protocol, they can't skate. They can't practice. You're not going to take a goaltender that's just that hasn't been on the ice and skating and practicing and just throw them right to the wolves, especially against the Dallas Stars. So, yeah, they are. And, and the fact that they've picked up points in five straight games, the fact that they've been winning some of these games gives you a little bit of that cushion, as Doug Armstrong told us on BK and Ferrario last week. So, I, I think you're right. They're, they're, they're not going to rush them. I don't think they're going to wait for forever to then get in there, but they're going to make sure that they're ready to go because this team cannot afford to have any one of those guys injured because right now injury is just the same as COVID. You lose a guy for a week, you can't replace him. The cap situation's there, and you end up playing shorthanded again because of the emergency situation. So they're going to make sure that these guys physically are ready to go before they put them back in the lineup. Curbs, always great to have you with us. Have uh, fun in Dallas, safe travels, and we'll talk to you later in the week. All right. Sounds great, you two. Have an awesome start to your week.